So, Tim, today is, what day is it today? September 27th, 2023? Yes, it is. It is the, uh, it's the ribbon cutting ceremony, the grand opening of yep. Lopinor's Experience Center. And been in the, been in the planning process for many years. And we just got a quick, uh, tour of it and it's, it's fantastic. It's, uh. I think people who visit will be really, really impressed with it. And I think our, our, our listeners, the contractor audience, is going to be very excited to uh, experience it. Yeah, for sure. So we have a special, special <laughs> guest with us sitting right across the table, Tim. Yes. It's the CEO, right? President, CEO of Upanor, Andres Caballero, yeah. right? I didn't roll the R. Am I supposed to roll the R? That was actually perfect. That was <laughs> as, as good as he gets. Andres yeah? Caballero. Yes, okay. thank you. It's, I'm super excited to and be here. And in Spanish, Caballero is gentleman. It is gentleman, correct. So thank you. You are a gentleman for yes. joining our podcast. Exactly. Thank you so much. Yeah, the other meaning of uh, Caballero, by the way, is uh, they used to be referred to as the King's Knights. Nice. So it's a Spanish word that comes from, you know, back then, and those were the ones protecting the king and the ones that the king entrusted the most. Oh. And that's what led into the gentleman meaning of today. Tell me, Lawrence. I'm learning uh, learn something new. Today, See? That's, uh, that's something awesome. I can take home. Yeah, he's a history podcast now. <laughs> that's right. Let's go into more history. Now, Andres, you are, uh, you take over for um, actually a friend of ours who left. Um, Bill Gray, right? <laughs> Bill Gray uh, was president for a while at Upanor, and then you take over for him. You came at such an opportune time, right during COVID or right after COVID. Tell us about like coming into to Upanor around that time. Yeah, um, I have uh, happened to have uh, met Bill and uh, have mm-hmm. been connected with him uh, a little bit. Um, and uh, it was just a very interesting time because uh, Upunor have gone through uh, a tremendous growth during the period of time between 2019 and 2022. Um, a lot of that driven by accelerated demand on some of our uh, residential markets, as you saw, and COVID hit, and that drove a lot of uh, uh, people to consider um, second homes and uh, other locations to maybe work from home. And that drove a tremendous activity on the construction side. And in addition to that, then there was a, an interest from some of our main wholesalers uh, to increase the level of uh, stock. Uh, mm-hmm. So you combine those two effects. There was a, uh, an, an impressive amount of uh, product demand for some mm-hmm. of our technologies during that time. So I joined right after that when markets are starting to stabilize and we're starting to see uh, the impact of uh, inflation and interest rates uh, starting to cool down the market. So it was a very interesting time. But mm-hmm. I was um, convinced from the beginning, as I'm convinced today, that uh, Opener has a tremendous opportunity. It is the number one brand on plumbing systems around plastics and PECs, particularly around PECs A technologies. And uh, it is playing right in the heart of the mega trends of both the U.S. and Canada and around the world. So I was super excited to uh, have an opportunity to join the team. Um, and uh, I started uh, my role in Upunor back in July last year. Yeah, yeah. We were at Lakeville Distribution Center earlier today. And one of the things that uh, we heard was that your big focus 
was to really bring safety to a whole new level. Can you share a little bit about how important that safety first approach is? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, um, I had the benefit, I guess, that I've worked with a variety of industries, some of them, um, in industrial, commercial, but even aerospace and pharmaceutical markets. And when you think about what best in class look like, uh, you really have to, you know, think about what are the industries where safety is, uh, definitely, you know, most critical. And I have been part of some of those businesses that have operated like aerospace or like pharmaceuticals or chemicals or petrochemical plants where, where safety is, is definitely a very, very high priority. And I wanted to bring some of that because it was very important, even though Uponor had always had a very strong safety record. Uh, Uponor North America had won many years in a row, uh, governor safety awards. So certainly we were recognized for safety. I still thought that there was an opportunity to bring uh, that um, mission zero mentality uh, much more uh, closely aligned with other industries that that uh, have uh, developed those uh, you know uh, practices that allow them to you know uh, have factories or manufacturing sites that have not just hundreds but thousands of days without any recordable incident and that's what I but I wanted to build um, uh, because not only is the right thing to do for the business but it's definitely the right thing for us as employees and and our co-workers so I that's what you saw you saw that uh, additional um, you know, investment and, and mindset into our safety culture towards that mission zero to make us not just best in class in our industry, but to make us best in class across any industry. Yeah. You know, you mentioned the, uh, the governor safety mm-hmm. awards. Uh, I see year after year, you, Upanar being awarded as a, as a great place to work, like a, I don't know what the award is, but you know, the, <laughs> it's the, you know, Minnesota nominates Upanor and actually United States, you know, across the country, it's one of the best places to work for. Um, can you talk about company culture and how that plays a big part of that? Yeah, I, I, I love our culture and I think, uh, it is one of the reasons that I joined Upanor that attracted, attracted me to Upanor. Um, as a potential employee. And it's uh, one of those things that I am entrusted to protect and make sure that it continues. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of our culture is uh, probably, you know, coming from our roots. I mean, Uponor has a very strong heritage from our Finland and, and Scandinavian roots as uh, being a Helsinki uh, listed company. And I think some of those cultures have a lot to teach us in terms of how we think about the environment, how we think about, um, working with each other. Um, and, and I think some of that is what you see in our culture. So it's a very people centric culture. We call it people first. And, um, and I often ask myself and I, I, you know, ask my team to continue to every time we make a business decision, uh, we try to ask, you know, how is this thing going to impact our employees? And if that answer is not something that we're comfortable with, oftentimes we, you know, we think twice about making some of those business decisions. And, and I think it's important to have, of course, customers and investors, um, in mind when you make business decisions, because as any other company, we need to, you know, whatever we do, we need to, uh, ensure that we meet the demands of both customers, um, and investors. But I think in Uponor, the employee is a very well balanced focus for us and allows us to make decisions that, uh, look for the best interests of our employees at everything we do. And I expect that will continue. 
right? We will continue to face challenges in the marketplace, but uh, but that focus in our you know people first, employee first uh, mindset is uh, something that I admire and I would like to you know maintain and protect. Now we're here for the ribbon cutting later on today. We've gotten to walk around the experience center. How important is it from a shareholder, uh, uh, employee, and you to have that experience center um, for customers and employees and their shareholders? How I mean, share a little bit of how important that is. Yeah, I think it's extremely important because is the is the place that we have where we can bring everything together in one place. As you think about it, we have our manufacturing sites where we produce. Um, I mean, a lot of our products they go into trucks, they go into warehouses, they go into you know uh, homes and and uh, apartment buildings and commercial installations, and it's hard to see them after they're installed. Right there, they go inside the walls, they go underground, so it's very hard to really understand the impact. When you go into a home and then you start drinking safe water, when you start feeling an environment, uh, a space that is, you know, properly mm-hmm. heated or cooled, you know, open door technologies are behind that, but you don't see it, right? Yeah. And I think that's why it's important. It's important to connect our factory to the products and to the applications of them. So not only important for our customers, because this space is going to be critical for continuing to train next generation of, of the trade, particularly around plumbing and HVAC, but also highly important for our, for our employees, because uh, many of our employees have long tenures, but we do expect to continue to expand and hire new employees. They don't have the uh, track record, the knowledge of what Upunor is, and they need a space where they can connect what happens in the manufacturing floor yeah. to what uh, happens at our homes. Good. It is interesting on the on the drive-in. You see Amazon, and you see a furniture store, and you see you you, you can connect to those businesses, right? And then you see Upanor. We know what Upanor is, <laughs> but to the average person, what is Upanor? Yeah. And I bet you know they probably have some sort of product in their home somewhere that they just don't know about, like you just said. Yeah, I was impressed just by the scope of as Des was walking us through and talking about the uh, Experience Center. It has a showroom feel to it, but all working hands-on. Contractors are going to get on the site, and they're going to experience hands-on practicum that they do on a daily basis. So, yeah, I, it, And it's beautiful. It, yeah. it, it's weird to say, but it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Someone uh, on the tour said it was like uh, you know Disneyland for for engineers and contractors. Yeah, yeah. which is pretty cool, right? Uh, so, um, I just for my own, I was looking at the map of where Upanor is is you know very significant Europe and and um, uh, North America and Canada, some Mississauga and Calgary and things like that. Now, I understand you're from Bogota, right? Mm-hmm. Is there any push to move, not move, but have more of an influence in the South American or Central American markets? Yeah, we. Uh, that's a great question. We, we we are highly interested on continuing to expand to new markets. Uh, the good news is that there is still markets in the U.S. that are highly underpenetrated around mm-hmm. plastic technologies, right? Mm-hmm. So they still have these legacy metallic or copper technologies used for plumbing applications. And then we think that there is a big opportunity to move to a much more sustainable uh, plastic-based solutions for both uh, drinking water and heating and cooling. So 
and is a case for the U.S. as it is for Canada. But um, South America or Latin America is of, of high interest for us, and certainly it's going to be something that we're going to pay closer attention. Um, we are looking into the next generation technologies. Um, mm-hmm. Recently, we launched our, our new, you know, R and D and innovation group uh, that was, uh, you know restructured and newly formed. They have started to position, you know, a lot of different ideas for innovation and products, more to come. I wish I could talk a little bit about what they are, but I, but but I cannot at the moment, but uh, what I can tell you is I'm very, very excited about what they're working on. And, and I think many of those are going to open new markets and new geographies for us. And we're hoping that South America or Latin America is going to be one of them. So certainly we'll, we'll continue on our, on our expansion pursuit and whatever makes sense for our products and technologies, we want to participate. I was telling Kim Bliss earlier, John, that as I look through this experience center, it's really going to have to really build up the trade show experience now that we get when we see or at HR uh, Expo or something like that. It's like, you've got this. Now we want to have the experience on the road, too. Yeah, for sure. All right. So we're almost out of time here. And and, uh, you've been so gracious with your time. Um, Short term. Economic forecast. <laughs> well, how do you see, you know, in, in this particular, um, you know, industry that we're in, any any signs of positivity, any things we should be concerned about? Is it kind of status quo? I mean, what are you seeing? This Appetite for Construction podcast is brought to you in part by PERC, the Propane Education and Research Council. Propane is the energy for everyone, especially construction pros. It's a single clean energy source that can meet your project's performance, safety, and resilience goals, while maintaining efficiency and lowering costs. See how propane can help meet your project's needs by visiting propane.com now. Propane, it's the energy for everyone. Well, I guess I guess uh, I remain cautiously optimistic. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, on one hand, you know, it's um, impossible to avoid uh, looking at the you know trends on some of our you know mortgage rates, interest rates, and inflation, which are putting pressure into our markets. Um, residential construction um, is soft uh, this year, particularly as compared to last year. Starts number of starts is also on the decline for this year. So that will continue to put pressure around the market, builders, contractors, our wholesaler partners and, and manufacturers. But when you think about the you know macro trends, uh, the need uh, for homes and apartments continues to be on the rise, right? There's still, when you think about Canada in particular, there's still not enough homes uh, or apartments for people, mm-hmm. right? So that will continue to be uh, an opportunity for us. Now, when can uh, the market, you know, rebounds a little bit back and, and show some strength in terms of lower mortgage rates and higher number of stars that's yet to be seen. We did expect some slowdown uh, happening the second half of the 2023, which we're starting to see some signs of that. Uh, but it's not been across the board. You know, we've seen some residential specific markets softening while 
um, to counter that, there's some commercial spaces that are actually growing quite nicely, right? So I do expect some cyclicality on those markets that are going to offset each other. Um, I think the, the tough conditions from the inflationary periods and, and interest rates will continue into 2024. But I think the, the, the macro trends in favor of uh, homes and buildings and safe uh, drinking water will continue to create a positive momentum for us into 2024 and 2025. Okay. And finally, um, we have a presidential election next next year. So let's talk politics. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, Andres, thank you so much for jumping on and you know taking time out of today, which is a very yeah, important, very day. important so day. Thank you so much and thank inviting you. us. Yes. Uh, we feel very privileged to be here for the grand opening of the experience. Oh, yeah. thank you. I am really appreciative that you guys made uh, the trip, that yeah. you appreciated and enjoyed and, and engaged in our new Upunor uh, Experience Center. I do follow your programming, which oh, is very thank uh, very entertaining. And, yeah. and uh, thank you for doing that. And I encourage you to keep doing that. And certainly I look forward to be hopefully invited oh, to yeah. be a guest uh, in the future. There's so much more to talk about. So thank you again. We'll, we'll have you on again. So thank yeah. you. Thank you. All right, Tim, we're back at uh, Upanor, Apple Valley, the opening of the Experience Center, and the architect. Is he? Who can I, I, like I said, it's, this is his day to shine. Yeah. So let's bring him on. He's sitting right across the desk. Desmond Clancy. They call you Des. How they you do. Doing? How you doing? I'm well. How are you guys? Good. Doing great. Good. Tell us about this journey, man. This is we took a tour of it. It's awesome. It Tell is. us about it. Yeah, it's been a long time coming, but we're here now, uh, and we couldn't be more excited about the grand opening and the unveiling of the new Upanor Experience Center. It's been going on for gosh four plus years now. Uh, even though the majority of the activity, ninety percent of it's really transpired over the last three or four months or so, is yeah. it's come out of the ground, so to speak. You know, we just set out to build a, a, a space that was intended to help. You know, elevate the customer experience, elevate the employee experience, and uh, be a reflection of our premium brand in the marketplace. The old space was not a premium space. Yeah. This one is, and we're super excited to show it to the world. So you, you said earlier that uh, you've been here five years. Yes, sir. And you said about 30 minutes after you got here, you're like, we're, we're doing something. We're going we're gonna to blow it up. Yeah, not blow it up, but, you know, we're going to make something magical here. Yeah, if you'd have seen the pictures of what it looked like before, I think blow up is probably a really good, uh, <laughs> good, good term for it. And it was, you know, not just the space itself, but we've been very deliberate in how we've kind of thought about training our customers differently. Um, you know, the world's changing and there's ways to do that digitally. And we wanted to create, like I said, like I said, a space that was a reflection of our brand, but created a place that our customers were excited to go to. We really wanted to create a space that they'd be excited about going to. And it wasn't just that it's it's a beautiful space, and that's certainly part of it. But it's, we're going to create training experiences that are going to meet where meet them where they are. It's about how are they going to best learn. So these are people that, that work with their hands every single day. And how can we give them maximum opportunity to do that? Get them out of an auditorium and get them back in a residential or commercial space and do the work. Yeah, there's no doubt this is best in class right here. Um, you talked about these are guys and gals that are coming here to train, get certified. Yeah. Um, get talk a little bit about some of the partnerships that we see in there. It, I mean, I walk in there and I see all kinds of tools from yeah. some of your partners. I mean, yeah. you've done a lot of thinking to really bring all of this so that you've got the best and 
best of show yeah. right here. Yeah. No, we've we've had a lot of help from some external partners. Uh, you know, at or near the top of that list, as you walk in, the space is really well-equipped with Milwaukee tools, thanks to uh, a, a really generous donation. And it wasn't just M12s and M18s. That's the yeah. obvious stuff. But we've got... You know, sawzalls and hammers and everything. They really pack gave us every, the packouts. <laughs> pack uh, they gave us everything. And it's just a, a reflection of how important that partnership is for both of us uh, and the productivity enabler that the M12 and the M18 are. Um, but no, we're super excited about that. McElroy is another partner of ours mm-hmm. uh, with the fusion welding equipment that's prominently displayed there throughout. But we had help from several other manufacturers, the stuff that's not as visible, the stuff that's, you know, part of the systems, whether, you know, it's, you know, from IBS boilers to Taco to, um, you know, many others that were a big part of this. And we had some great help from Formation Sales, our local rep agency here as well. Was, was there a secret sauce to creating it? Uh, the secret sauce was working from the customer backwards. Period. Okay. We every iteration we went through, we constantly were trying to stay true to the mission. That was create uh, a space that was a reflection of the brand, but that was anchored in trying to solve the problems that our customers are facing every single day, and drawing a very clear line between those issues and how they're uniquely experiencing them, and the products and the services and the solutions that we can provide. Can you tell Des is excited about this? Yeah, Des is a little bit excited about this. Man, yeah. He's got, I don't know, it's like five Red Bulls or he's just yeah. excited. No, I, I wake up like this, sadly. Yeah. Um, but and that, and that, that enthusiasm or reflection of my passion about Upanor, my passion about the space itself. But most important, like I said, the, how passionate we are about the customer uh, and our employee base. And, yeah. and that yeah. we built a monument to our customers and our employees. So uh, obviously we record this podcast. It's 1.30 on a Wednesday afternoon. At 2.30, you're actually doing the official ribbon cutting. And Pipe then- cut. Pipe cutting. Oh, pipe. Yeah, when you when you manufacture uh, three million feet of dang. pipe, you, you cut, cut pipe, pipe, not ribbon. Okay. Uh, I love it. I love it. And then it's it's like all... It's, Balls to the wall, right? It's yeah. balls to the wall. You got guys coming in, what, next week, two weeks? I mean, it's 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 happening. Yeah, we've had customers in already. Okay. Um, now we've had to ask them to, you know, no pictures and no social media and stuff like that. But we've had a, a small handful of customers already come through. Um, it's early, but the space has done exactly what we wanted it to. And that was create an engaging space that they can sit and think and uh, be creative and be innovative to fully understand our broad product and service offering that they see it, you know, in little small bunch, but to see it all to prominently displayed like that, uh, we literally, and I mean, this is a good thing. We had to drag them out of the space, um, which is exactly what we wanted to do because it, one of the customers said, this feels like home yeah. um, because it's, it feels like a job site. It's, it's built for them and they felt that. Well, and I think seldom, some of the focus now is going to be shortened schedules. So they're not yeah. here for three days. They're here for a day and a half, as you were telling me earlier. Yep. And you're trying to ramp back up to where you can have possibly 1,500 people coming to absolutely. the Experience Center in the next year. Yeah, we would love that. And, and you're absolutely right because we're really sensitive to how hard it is for whether it's folks in the field, right. installers, to get out of the field, yep. for decision makers in the, the offices, that how hard it is for them to get away from their business. And we want to take as little time as it takes to get accomplished what we want to get accomplished. And that starts with what does the customer want to get out of this? How can we help enable them to make 
good decisions on behalf of their business? Uh, and how can we get that as quickly as possible and get them back in the job site mm-hmm. and back in the office where, where they belong? So we accomplished that in a number of ways. Uh, first and foremost is we're very deliberate on the front end of any of our visits to be very clear about what we're all trying to accomplish. And that includes understanding their need, understanding the challenges that they're faced with and the solutions that they're looking for, but also us being very clear with the expectations that we're setting in terms of here's what we'd like to get out of this experience as well and in the spirit of, of building that partnership. Yeah, Andre's talked just that, you know, onboarding new employees. Oh, what, huge. What, what that's going to do for onboarding. Yes. Yeah, we have a, a program called, in particular for our sales team, um, called the Blueprint for Sales Success. Mm-hmm. And it is a blended learning experience that includes a lot of online stuff, some self-paced stuff, some stuff out in the field. But that technical expertise, they're going to get here. Uh, and now, more than ever, we've got a place that they can actually do that. So they can speak intelligently about these applications they support. And instead of talking about the productivity and efficiency, they're going to experience it firsthand themselves because they're going to do actual installs and see the difference between our stuff and our competitor stuff. So, Daz. Yes, sir. <laughs> We've never introduced your official title. Yeah. Which is? I am the Director of Sales and Customer Training here okay. at Upanor North America. Okay. So Tim's used to this, but the dumb I have the dumb question of the podcast. What? Maybe it's not dumb. What does training mean to you? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, for, for training, for me, has always been about making people better at what they're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've even, you know, as a, as, as a recovering salesperson myself, <laughs> um, yeah. that starts with me understanding because the, the, they might be a training participant per se, but they're all customers to me. And for me to give them the right solution to help skill them up or help create new revenue streams for them, I need to understand them and their current reality and the challenges they're facing and how they're uniquely experiencing some of those challenges, mm-hmm. then we can create curriculum or experiences or training modules that are specifically focused on that to maximize their experience. It's always about the customer. It's always about the participant in this case. Well, you mentioned the we experience center is kind of, would you say backwards? Working backwards from the, the problems yeah. we're trying to solve yeah. Yeah. shoulder to shoulder with our customers. Yeah. And that we strive to stay true to that throughout. It's all about working backwards from the customer. The customer is at the heart of the entire space. Right? Yeah, that's our audience. Yeah. The contractors that are on job site today or the day that they're listening to yeah. this. Yeah. You know, those are the men and women that need to be here at Upanor and Apple Valley. Yeah. Absolutely. And we and we can't wait to host as many of them as possible. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Congratulations. You deserve, uh, I don't know how many pats on the back. This is an awesome experience center. And I'm just looking forward to the pipe cutting. Pipe cutting, yeah. I th- I, I it's probably it was, your first. I know. I know. Are we doing it with, how are we going to do it? With, uh, uh, with the Milwaukee Pex cutter. <laughs> Insert shameless plug here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks, Des, for jumping on. We really appreciate it. Thanks for the passion. Yeah. You got it. We love it. We love it. And we'll have you back on because, I mean, you got the passion. I would welcome it. That'd be a great opportunity. Guys, we appreciate you being a part of our big day today. Uh, We appreciate everything you're doing to help us shout from the rooftop about how excited we are. Awesome. Uh, And for those of you out there listening, we can't wait to host you. We look forward to seeing you here. Thanks, Des. You got it. Thank you.